0: Hey, welcome to number 82. Let's get it going. Let the good times roll. All the good stuff, man. 82. We're closing in on 100. Can't wait, man. I don't know what we're going to do for 100 episodes. We're going to throw a massive party. I don't know where it's going to be, but we're going to do something big because I never thought I'd make it to 100 episodes. Are you kidding me? I thought this was going to be like a a mini series kind of thing two years ago where I just interviewed a few bands, got to know them, put put a spotlight on the Atlanta rock scene and then just let it blossom. But no, man, I've gotten to know so many great bands. I've gotten into the acting scene here in Atlanta, and I'm getting to know a lot of great actors. So much fun. As always, it's sponsored by Scofflaw Brewing Company. And, you know, I get to toast beers with so many cool people and, you know, make relationships and become friends with these people. It's so cool, such an honor. I'm so humbled. And my guest this time is no different. Broken City Sky, great guys, man. They did a cover of Mulan's I Will Make a Man Out of You. It's on YouTube, has over 1 million views. It's fantastic. They're working on new music. I'm actually going to be emceeing their show at Smith's Old Bar, October 6th, so make plans to be there. They're going to be playing two of their new singles that night, among a lot of other stuff. One, which you're going to hear going into this episode, Clock Tower. Great guys, me and Ian, we met up at Scofflaw for a a couple beers before the episode, like uh, three weeks before, and we instantly became friends. Great episode, great guys. As you know, everything we talk about will be in the description of the episode, but let's get it going. Episode number eighty-two of the Scode Podcast starts now. Broken City Sky, my special guest. Step into my world. I'm sight. Let's go. It is. Oh, hey. I, don't, I don't like
1: IPAs, Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Give me one of them.
2: <laughs> yeah, we got all right. What we got here? This is hooligan.
1: Shout out to scofflaw.
2: Scafflaw Brewing. Rock 100,
1: Jackson Heaton. Rock 100 is not part of it. Oh, they're not part I'm of sorry. the podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> <All
0: right. laughs> I talk about him all the time though I talk about yeah. my radio show all the time sorry. Ian and I have already indulged in a few laws ourselves We have yeah. And we had a damn good time We did
1: We had what was that about an hour and a half at least Yeah at like, least Talking You know was like, Just yeah. kind of brewing out A couple I mean, of beers
0: was, Man we We really became friends that day We yeah? did man I, I, was a little,
1: I was a little jealous
2: because <laughs> Like I told you when I first walked up It's like meeting a celebrity You're number two on my podcast listening Really? Yes, I listen to, I drive a truck, so I drive Monday through Friday, I'm out driving all the time, I'll listen to uh, Joe Rogan, he's number one. Cheers real quick, guys. Cheers. cheers. Thank you so much. Yeah, I listen to Joe Rogan, and then I always listen to like three of yours, and then I move on to H3. But you're, like, number two, man. Dude,
0: I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I I started this whole thing, and I say this all the time. uh, You know, I started it just because I saw something that wasn't getting a spotlight, the rock scene in Atlanta. People were playing the music, but no one was getting to know the bands. I wanted people to know who they were going to see if they were going to go see a show. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, uh, and this is why I've brought on two basically, you know, hired help or employees. You know, I have a a booking coordinator now and an executive producer because... I don't treat this like a business as much as I should, because to me, it's just hanging out with friends. It's right. just like shooting the shit with people that are like-minded. You know, yeah. we're just we're just geeking out, talking rock, okay. and, you know, talking life, shooting the shit, laughs, and beers. And then I get done, I'm like, oh, got I actually got to put this out for the world.
2: No, I'm really glad you are. actually, I tried to do that probably five or six years ago. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of, uh... Oh, of course, I freaking... Can't think of the name of it. My it's thing. this little art thing they have in downtown Atlanta, and it's like you pay like 10 bucks a year for a membership, and they have a whole recording studio. And me and my friends recorded a few podcasts there, but the sound was terrible. Mm-hmm. It's nothing like this. So we gave up on it.
0: Yeah, luckily we have very professional equipment that right. I get to record on, and they're <laughs> lucky enough to let me use it. Thank you. Yeah, I worked in this building in 06. You worked in here? Q100, yeah. What'd you do with Q100?
2: I was on a... Uh, do you remember? Did you listen back then in like two thousand six, two thousand? No,
0: I was uh, a, I was a junior in high school. Yeah, so I, I, was, I was like <laughs> twenty one, maybe. You but, were doing
1: sports broadcasting
0: then, weren't you? Really and not in two thousand and six. In two thousand and seven, I started. Okay, yeah, okay. first year, first semester of college, I started.
2: There was a night DJ from seven to eleven, and he brought us on me and a buddy to do Crush and Danger Boy, mm. and so we'd come in here like twice a week or something and go do Jackass stuff for mm. the for the show.
0: What tattoo do you have right there
1: along your arm? Me, Philippians
0: 413. I found, so I'm, I'm not always, I'm, I mean, I'm, I believe, right, you know, uh, uh, but I found a great radio station that I was listening to the whole drive back from It's uh, called K-Love, and it's a Christian radio station. They mm-hmm. play some really good music.
1: There is, you'd be surprised, uh, as far as rock and metal, there is some phenomenal, I guess quote unquote Christian metal or rock bands oh. out there. And kind of like you, I'm not, I don't find myself very religious per se as much as like a principles kind of guy.
0: Yeah, I I like the principles of it. I like having something that I feel like is in control and you know. There's got to be something
1: more than me. Yeah. That's how
0: I feel. (laughs) I don't want to just think my whole life is based on two stars colliding. Yeah. You know, and then when it's done, it's done. Yeah. Go ahead and introduce you guys uh, real quick.
2: I'm Jeff. I am the vocalist for Broken City
0: Sky.
1: And my name is Ian, drummer, at least Mm -hmm. I try to be. Man, i
0: if I could play any instrument, it'd be the drums.
1: Yes, I just want to learn I one song.
0: Three lessons. Want, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just
1: want to learn one song, one badass song that I can just go in. Let me ask you, since you're asking a lot of the questions, what song would you learn? What song would you want to learn on the drums mm. if you could learn any song? Ah, oh, that's so tough. I mean, one out of hundred. Uh, the Pretender. Oh, by Foo Fighters. Yeah. Oh, phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah, great.
0: Some Queen,
2: uh... I don't know, I mean... If you learn one song, though, you're gonna learn a hundred songs, just by skill alone.
1: Essentially, yeah, if you can keep timing and a beat, I mean, you can branch off that fairly quickly. Yeah. You know, so... I, I do
0: play a little harmonica. I do. I do dabble. in I
1: come, I, I fe-
2: come it. feature next time? <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: And I, I, I tell the band. I joke with all the bands. I was like, hey, you know, I'm, if all this fails, I'm just gonna, you know, go be a triangle <laughs> session player. Like, you know, you want to add a little sauce to that record? Just have a little triangle <laughs> in the back. Like, you know, every few bars, just bang. <laughs> <laughs> oh. What movie was that? Uh, oh, it was um, the Adam Sandler movie where he plays the agent and on Netflix, like the Mar- entertainment agent. Mm. With Sandy Wexler.
1: I have not seen that Adam Sandler. <laughs> I have not Not a fan. I like Adam Sandler, I <laughs> no,
0: have not seen that. Sorry.
1: One. I I mean, okay, 90s Adam Sandler. Okay. Decent. After Mr. Deeds, I think I stopped. That was about the extent it went to. So, well, of course, when he tra- the big he- daddy era up no. to Mr.
2: Deeds. 51st dates, I liked him cuz he played almost a normal person. True. But that slapstick do do comedy just not my thing.
0: I don't know. I uh, Here's what I don't like about comedy these days, and I see this with all kinds of. Uh, oh, and I'm sorry, guys, with the conversation, it just goes and flows, and we go off course, and we come back, and we're going to talk some music, and we'll talk some life. Hope nope. you guys don't yeah. have anything to do for the next hour. Oh,
2: no. buzzed?
1: No way. Nice
0: man. and nice and fluid, are you? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But you bet. <laughs> comedy, to, comedy's too political these days. Now, when I watch,
1: I can agree. Yeah.
0: Like, like back in the day when uh, Will Ferrell did his George Bush impersonation, he was just poking fun, but not like overly doing it. Like, but now it's just all political. I I just can't stand it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: There's a lot of, uh, I feel like there's a lot of, like, things nowadays have to be kind of politically correct. So there's almost like a barrier in that sense, you know? Well,
0: it's like being on a rock station. It's like
1: fun. Yeah. Especially for comedians. There shouldn't really be barriers, I feel like, if you're just joking. But, I don't
0: know. That's what I was telling you. Like, being on a rock station, you know, I got in trouble because I did something that, a couple of people got offended by because they thought I was talking directly to them. They thought, you know, and it's like, come on, jokes are jokes. And every, anything, I, I believe anything can be made to be funny. Yeah. yeah. If, if yeah. done right.
1: Yeah.
0: South I mean, Park has proved that. <laughs> yeah, th- yeah, definitely South Park. I mean, you think about
1: great comedians, too. I mean, a lot of times they poke fun at themselves mm-hmm. and their flaws and stuff, so.
0: Howard Stern talks about a small dick all the time. Uh, <laughs> are you a
2: fan of uh, Joe Rogan? Love Joe Rogan. So you know Joey Diaz? Mm-hmm. And he made a joke out of his own mother's death. I mean, you can't get any (laughs) more. I mean, that sucks. That's really pathetic, but it just proves your point.
0: All right, if y'all can build any super band, and, you know, bass, guitar, vocals, lead guitar, rhythm, guitar, whatever, what's your super band? Uh,
2: Well, bass is going to be Mark Hoppus. I don't care. That's flat. Drums, um... It's okay. Yeah, we can take you out breaths and
0: edit, so it'd take
2: as long as you want. Okay.
0: So.
2: <laughs> Mark Hoppus on bass. I can I want to say Travis Barker, but I'm not going to put two guys from the same band mm. in a super group. Um, Keith Moon would be on drums for me. <laughs> Keith Moon. Like Keith, Moon. Like Keith Moon. Um. Probably. All right. So you got Mark is on bass, and then I'm going to put. Damn. Why do I keep <laughs> blanking out? What's the the band? You can go your own way. Um, Fleetwood. Fleetwood, Fleetwood,
1: Fleetwood Mac.
2: Yeah. yeah, their drummer, Elvis on vocals. Oh, no, that's... <laughs> <laughs> and it's a lot of breaths for me to take out. I know. <laughs> I'm just trying. Yeah. To, I'm yeah. just busting
0: you
1: balls. I got quick answers. For you. Thank go. You. go. Oh, all right. If I if I had to put a super group together, I'm gonna go Chris Turner on drums from Ocean's Eight Alaska. I'm gonna go John. Never heard of that band, huh? Never heard of that. Band. Oh, we'll get together after this. Then <laughs> you're missing out. We have a we have things to do now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, John Myung from Dream Theater on bass. Oh, great man. Um, what are we missing here? Uh, guitar. Uh, JB Brubaker, maybe or the other guitarist from August Burns Red and frontman. Who's the vocalist? That one would be tough. There's a lot of good vocalists out there. Um, I'd probably have to go, I don't know his name off the top. You might. The guy from Memphis Mayfire, just because he has. Matty Mullins? Thank you. He has, yeah, Matty Mullins. He has the ability to do great harmonies and has a serious, vicious huh. scream.
0: Have you heard uh, Parkway Drive? Oh, oh yeah, of yeah Parkway
1: Drive. Love them. Oh man, love them.
0: There's love a lot them. of great stuff coming out in the metalcore kind of scene. Yeah. Oh yeah, especially Fine. in Atlanta. I mean, yes. yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you name all of them, all the instruments? I
1: well, I did the four. I didn't have uh-huh. like a rhythm guitarist. I mean, and who's playing drum. keyboard? Who's playing? Who's <laughs> doing backup vocals? Who's your guitar <laughs> tech <taxing>? section? Everything. <laughs> yeah, there's no. a there's a
0: good band, um, Slow Boat to China. They got their album release show on Friday. They got a horn section in the in the apparent thing. There's not enough horn section in bands anymore. I
1: keep telling our it's bass s- player, he's a big punk. Ska. Punk yeah, Ska. I'm mm. like, let's bring Ska back, man. I grew up on Ska. Ska's great.
0: So I was interviewing uh, Dave Elfson from Megadeth, mm. and uh, and he hinted to a possible tour with the Big Four again. Ooh. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, are you a Marty Friedman era uh, Megadeth guy?
0: I was never a huge, huge Megadeth fan. Okay. I know so I don't I'm not I don't have enough what's uh background. Background yeah. on Megadeth. Okay. I mean I like Megadeth a lot. Uh but I never got I mean I, out of that group I'm Metallica. Okay. Yeah.
1: That's
2: fair. So how about like Five Iron Frenzy, O C Supertones? Any of those guys? Mm. No? Yeah. They were like early nineties, late mid nineties. What childish thing do you still enjoy? We're going to talk music here, I promise. What childish thing do I still enjoy? Oh, my gosh. I'm basically a giant child. My <laughs> girlfriend reminds me every day. Um, I still really enjoy theme parks. Does that count? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Disneyland, Disney World, Disney movies.
0: Hate Disney World. Uh, I hate it. Oh, <laughs> oh that so breaks my heart. Oh, when I go there.
2: Fantasyland, uh, <laughs> man. You got Pinocchio. You got... Uh, Let's see The Snow White Ride The Mr. Toad's Wild Ride So I'm a big I love kids movies Like child's movies Do you have a kid? No Oh Don't plan on it You are the kid I am the kid So I have plenty of nieces and nephews And it's like I get in trouble when I hang out with them Because I'll be like Let's go get ice cream Let's go to the mall I'll
0: buy you guys a toy Like A funny thing you go You said it like I'm the kid So me and my girlfriend We have have, The way we talk to each other People would just be like Oh my gosh! Can I, can I please have one of those camel crushes later? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, 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 I'm, we, we make a joke like if, if she gets you're um, throwing me off now. I'm just staring at the camel crushes. No, I'll put them away. <laughs> if if she says something, like you know, like busting my balls or something, I go, baby, you shut your mouth and just remember, I do the fucking, I do the fucking. <laughs> we said that around our friends, my friends last night, and they're like. You talk to her like that? Yeah, we're just joking. She knows that. Right. Yeah. I go, in my business, you got to find... The reason my dating life is so hard is because uh, I got to find people that are cool with my life and being talked about on the radio and all yeah. that. You know, it's part of it.
1: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. we be like... Yeah. spoke about yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That's tough, man. Yeah.
0: It's definitely yeah. tough. You know, I never say names, but, you know... Right.
1: Yeah. But even still, I mean just to hear things aired on whatever level it is. Yeah. You know, I'm sure your girlfriend is gonna hear those things and she has to be okay with that. She, and that's she's totally it, cool. Yeah, which is awesome. Yeah. But that's tough. I could, you know, empathize for being in her position. That's gotta be tough. Yeah,
0: so she go the at the beginning when we started getting serious, I was like, you know, you know, I'm gonna I'm probably gonna talk about our relationship. She goes, That's fine, but if you talk about her sex life, just know you're taking me to dinner that night. <laughs> that's, fair. That's, that's fair. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. She didn't she didn't like, you know name any certain places she didn't say how expensive it had to be so you know Olive Taco Garden Bell. Taco Bell yeah, I gotta yeah. sit so all the soups out and bread sticks <laughs> you want baby they're only doing it for us they don't do they don't do the all you can eat for everybody just us you know so eat you all know, you want so Broken City Sky I love that name thank you how did how did that come about well we were
2: we were we'd only been we had been at this we've been a band for about three years now um, as far as the name goes, we were just throwing different names back and forth. And I had a name I thought was awesome. I can laugh at it now. But I was like, let's just call ourselves the hypocrite in me. It, <laughs> it's it's kind of lame now. But, the hypocrite in me? Yeah, I don't know. It it's was almost
0: like a, a, a dumbed-down <laughs> version of uh, Slipknot's The Devil and I. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs>
2: so this guy that was in the band at the time came up with Broken City Sky as a way to pay homage to um, My Chemical Romance. Mm-hmm. Their song... Uh, sky skylines, and turnstiles. The chorus, my bro, this broken city sky. Mm-hmm. So, and we, I don't. We're similar in style, I guess. We're more of the easy core style, mixing two genres. We're trying really hard to fuse two genres together. So. um that's really the history behind the name. There's nothing else deeper than it. than we're paying homage to it, all of us. So, but you're not a tribute band. That's what at that's all. A,
0: no, not at that's all. That's what. A, and that's what a lot of bands get wrong is when they try to pay homage. Like they're still doing their original music, but some bands when they try to pay homage, they end up sounding exactly like that band, and it sounds like a cover band almost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a couple bands here in Atlanta that I know, and they're really good. But I think when it's a successful band. Takes influence and puts their own spin on it. You know, you can hear hints of the influence in their music, mm-hmm. but you go, okay, there's that original sound, like, you know. But there's some bands that just take their influence and they just copy it, but with their own lyrics. I yeah. think
1: that's what we go for. Is like we don't we don't want to be like another band, but of course, just like any other band, we have our influences that we kind of you know uh, take away from and make it our own in a sense.
0: So. Who are some people that influence you like for like
2: singing and drums? Newfound Glory. I get oh. I get I get uh compared to Jordan all the time. A lot. A lot. That's like the main one I hear. You sound just like Jordan. Yeah. And I'm a great. I love that. They were oh. one of the first bands I heard on the radio when I was like fifteen. Um what was it the song? Uh um My Friends Over You? No, before that, like their collision. first album. Oh. Off
1: Catalyst? No, it was off.
0: Um, I'm supposed to be interviewing them um, in a uh, couple months. No. yeah. They're, they're supposed to be sitting in here. Oh. Uh, awesome. I don't know. I don't know. And um, Tom Morello is supposed to be coming in here pretty Ooh. soon. Huge I just chair. turned a shade of green. Oh, well, in, in that chair, in Hit that, that very chair you're sitting in, uh, Rick O'Casek from The Cars has sat there, Rick Allen from Def Leppard, um, Phil Collin from Def Leppard. Let's go ahead and switch uh, seats real quick. <laughs> David Coverdale from White Snake. Oh. I'm soaking in their past gas.
3: <laughs> yes.
2: And it's an
0: honor, right? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Don't wash those shorts. <laughs> Never. <laughs> uh the song's Hit or Miss. That's that's the song I heard on the radio. And like I'd grown up listening to what my parents played, which was a lot of Michael W. Smith, you know, a lot of Christian music, which I'm fine with. Um but the first time I heard anything slightly heavy, I I was at I went to a Christian school mm. and a kid let me borrow a corn C D. <laughs> and I listened to Freak on a Leash and I was scared to death the devil was going to come take me that <laughs> night <laughs> and so I was like Hold, there's music out here I actually enjoy I like this and then I that's the first pop punk song I heard was Hit or Miss and it changed my life and I was like I want to do that one day
0: God was looking down. He's like, he's listening to court.
2: Yeah, he's it. done. He's done.
1: No entry. He's doomed to hell.
2: I hope not. I still follow those beliefs. So,
0: I mean, when I was a kid, if I did anything wrong, I used to be, I'm sorry, Lord. I'm sorry, Lord. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's kind of how when you're raised in that kind of faith and, you know, when your parents are really into it, you kind of instill. I mean, it's kind of instilled in you that, Yeah. you know. Can I ask you a personal question? Of course. I'm a very, I have no limits, no boundaries. <laughs> Where'd you lose your virginity? Oh man, uh, Mercer University in two thousand and six. Okay, my I went down to see my brother and his fraternity, and there was a sorority chick there. I was sixteen; she was eighteen. And, nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. Get I, them I, I told her, I told her I, but I told her I was a freshman <laughs> at uh, you know making no make, college. Make, making college. I, mean, I just came over here for a frat party. Was,
2: <laughs> I lost mine in the back of a ninety four Ford Escort. <laughs> and I went home that night and cried, and I was like, "I'm so sorry, God! Like, I've really, I've really messed up now." <laughs> oh man, you felt bad
0: for popping your cherry. I did, I did. Ian, me, yeah.
2: Where did
1: I lose. You're it?
0: part of the conversation. Uh, yeah, of
1: course. Uh, I lost my virginity. I want to say it was eighth or ninth grade. I honestly don't remember specifically. Uh, and it was at my house. A girl who lived down the street snuck out of her house like one in the morning and came and climbed up a ladder into my window and
0: the rest of the history. Oh, I, 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 I'm sure. We, like I've got buddies, or you know, overly macho men. That are like, man, I've been having best sex from the start. I think we can all say our first times were like maybe, maybe a minute. If, <laughs> if, if, that, I, if that, if that, <laughs> maybe yeah. A
3: couple. Of strokes. It, I, w- I was, was like, like, whoa, this is a oh, gosh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It wasn't like some if. romantic porno thing, <laughs> Pornhub, like you know, lighting yeah. the candles, you take the bath. And
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure only my zipper was down. Like. That's it.
1: No foreplay, nothing. Just let's like, <laughs> do it. Right into
2: it. All right, 30 seconds later.
0: Oh, I was done. probably terrible. <laughs> probably yeah, trying yeah. to
1: stab it. like, come in, come in.
0: Good grief. Oh, I already like you guys. We're only 21 minutes in, and I like this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nice. It's
1: going just as smooth
0: as when we met up, man. Dude, that should have been a podcast, too. It should have. Been. That it should have been recorded. We need to do coming. more. We, y'all need to come on a live video podcast at the brewery. Would love to. Yes. The last You're one honored. I... Last one I did was Braun, the drummer of Macedon. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, y'all come into the brewery. We'll set up my, my video crew that I have on a retainer. Um, you'd come in. We'd sit in, the, sit in the brewery. People would be bringing us beers, just shooting the shit. Oh, it's awesome. But,
2: I mean, I... Well, I, we, would it would it help if we had a couple of singles coming out soon?
1: We're
0: going to talk about the music.
2: Well, yeah, but then we could do, like, a live premiere. Oh! Yeah. Idea, man. Here. Yeah.
0: Beep. Bing. Jimmy Neutron. Brain blast. (laughs) Jimmy Neutron. Dude, there's so... We're going to go back to the singles. there are so many things kids will never get to enjoy. Mm. So many... I agree more. I mean, (sighs) like, growing up on Boy Meets World.
1: Uh, Yeah. I mean, Uh,
0: following Cory... Family Matters. Yeah.
1: All all of Nickelodeon.
0: The
2: original TGIF. TGIF.
0: Um, uh, What was it? Surf Power or... Rocket uh, Power. Rocket Power. Rocket Power. Oh, man. One of my favorites. You know, here's the thing. Kids don't have the ability to have imagination anymore. No. Like, I grew up in North Georgia with the mountains in my front yard, the lake in my backyard. And during the summers, our mom would be like, kick us out. All right, when it's dark, y'all come home. Yeah. Like, whether it was us going out in the woods or me playing basketball on our basketball court or whatever. It's just, and now the internet's made you too scared to send your kids out because, one, you got wild animals in the woods. You got perverts on the street. Mm -hmm. People trying to abduct everybody. Yep. But like you know, kids just like I could I could take an action figure, like two action figures, when I was a kid, and I'm four hours later, I'm still like they're still fighting each other and all that, yeah. or, or like you know, setting them up in battle formations and
1: I did the same thing. I used to make up my own games, yeah. like princess or something, mm-hmm. like go outside and just run around and save imaginary yeah. you know, whatever. Man, use your imagination. Wall ball or whatever. Climb man. trees,
0: yeah, get bruised. Like kids, that. parents are too scared to allow, allow their kids to get hurt now. It's character builders,
1: and I think it's gotten yeah. a little worse in society. But at the same token, I mean that stuff was happening then; it just yeah. wasn't publicized. You didn't know about but, it? Yeah, it wasn't as blown up by media yeah. then. Yeah. So, be home by the streetlight. That just you know, general that's general. one of the
2: reasons I'm not having kids. I'm too. Wor- I'm a worry wart. <laughs> I yeah. I've been that way my whole my, my whole my life. My my mom used to tell me when I was like four, I wouldn't enjoy myself at the pool because I was too busy watching out for my two year old sister, making oh. sure she didn't get hurt, and now. The same way i'm overprotective with my girlfriend too no so i just read a story in the ajc the other day about it. this couple that came from alabama to atlanta for the night she got hit by a car on one of those scooters wow went into those damn scooters those man. scooters will
0: fuck those scooters fuck
2: you up yeah. yeah so she went she actually recovered for like a day then had a seizure and now she's dead damn. and it's like really upsetting so i'm like okay if we ever ride those scooters you're in front of me no more than two feet. <laughs> <laughs> if any car's going to hit us, it's going to be me.
0: <laughs> I've never worried about my girlfriend. I'm, and my girl, every time we go somewhere, my girlfriend's very, very pretty. I mean, absolutely gorgeous. I've and, seen I can vouch. <laughs> on the record, she is a gorgeous woman. <laughs> and, I mean, guys, like, stare at her everywhere. Uh, but she'll always, like, have her arm around me or kissing up on me. But I never worry about her because she's very, very well-trained in Krav Maga. Oh, wow. Oh, so, that's, that's the wow. way to go. Uh, so yes. I'm like, baby, if things go down, you got this.
1: I'm taking care of you. <laughs> I'm you. I'm just going to save me, brother, save me. <laughs> Get the band, Prov- man. Maga. That's crazy, man.
2: I've watched one YouTube video,
0: so I'm pretty much a professional.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Here's a conversation I was having the other day, uh, and I would love to get your take on this. When y'all were growing up p- playing music or learning music, you obviously at some point took in-person lessons, correct? No. Oh, well, Never. okay, fuck me then. Well, Never.
1: Well, hold on, let me speak on that real quick, just since you brought it up. In person, are you talking about, like, a trained professional, or are you mm-hmm. talking about, like, just someone sat down and taught me some basics? Right. Okay, yeah. so then yes yeah, would yeah. be the answer. My, uh, As far as drumming goes, my biological father pretty much gave me the basis of all of that, uh, taught me rudiments, blah, 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 all that stuff. But then, as far as guitar playing, which I also do on the side a little, my stepfather played... And, you know, he started with teaching me all the strings and the chords and the basics. So I got the basics of two instruments, and then from there, pretty much learned how a lot of people learn now, just YouTube videos and from jamming with, you know, other musicians and stuff like that.
0: Well, that's that's the thing. A kid now can buy a guitar, stay in his room, go on YouTube, and learn the guitar.
1: Yeah, it's 100%. it's It's crazy. Yeah. I, I think there's pros and cons to it. Oh, to be honest. And um, hey, don't
0: make fun of me. I'm drinking a spike seltzer. I'm sorry.
1: Is that a White Claw? White Claw. No, it's a.
0: Okay. It's a <laughs> bottom and yeah. I forgive you. I have bottom. Not yeah, at at you. Thanks, man.
1: No, but I think uh, I think there's pros and cons to the YouTube learning. I've learned a lot from instruments on YouTube, mm. but I think you lack a lot of um, important things you need to learn going that route if that makes any sense. Like, you can learn how to play note-for-note certain songs or stuff, but you don't learn theory behind it as much. You don't learn, you know, where to go from here, if that makes any sense, stuff like that. So it's kind of cookie-cutter, and you learn just what you're looking to learn.
0: And a lot of people, one thing that's lacking is individuality and performance.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, there's
0: so much out there that sounds exactly the same. mm -hmm. It was Don Felder from the Eagles who said to me, these uh, people, they go into, you know school or these, you know, academies for music and they come out two years later being able to shred on guitar, being able to play anything from Van
1: Halen to Ozzy or whatever. Mm-hmm. But no one spent that two years learning any individuality in playing. And that's huge in musicianship, I feel like, is is your own sound and uniqueness. I mean, especially nowadays, there's so many we'll go with guitarists who can shred up and down the neck and tap and sweep arpeggios and but once you've heard that once, you've heard it a million mm-hmm. times. It's what's your own style, your own tone, your own uniqueness within that, you know, musical
0: instrument. Like you take Tom Morello. If you hear Tom Morello playing the guitar, you know perfect, that's Tom Morello. Perfect example. One hundred percent. Yeah.
1: And and he might not be the most technically capable guitarist of all times, but what he does is one of a kind and and people will forever remember the mark he made in rock music because of that.
0: So that's huge. Uh, even like De La Roche, when when he's singing, you know his vocals. that is just unique to him. Yeah. And or uh, and then like any 70s band, I think it was for that one, it was Mick Box from Uriah Heep said to me, if you'd put to- Tony Iommi and Jethro Tull, that wouldn't have worked out. Because mm. Tony Iommi, like everyone ha- had their original sound and you could tell them all apart. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. I, that is really gets me like I, I hear a lot of great music today like i'm supposed to go see i prevail tonight at the bucket theater them. They're yeah they're great yeah great. and then th- those are those are some of the bands that do have some original
1: sound they do uh to, i mean yeah they do i will say for i prevail and i'm not knocking them i love them i listen to a lot of their stuff but they yeah. got big from someone else's sound Yeah. they made it their own in in all fairness but you know they did the uh taylor swift cover blank space yeah, yeah. phenomenal yeah. cover that's a great take yeah. on it but it's I would I, you can't really call it their sound because they kind of took the structure of Taylor Swift's song and just made it heavy. And
0: then I listened to their new album Trauma, which is all their originals. Mm-hmm. And then I go, well, this sounds exactly like uh, the Bad Wolves album.
1: Yeah, but yeah, I can very a lot of similar. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I don't know. Yeah, so, u- uniqueness is huge. I so would say that. What exactly is y'all's genre?
2: I would classify it as. I hate this term, but it's the best way to describe it is easy core. Mm. You're fusing pop punk and metalcore.
1: Add a little bit of progressive in there, too, at times, I would say.
0: Do y'all remember how, and I think we talked about this, too, do you remember how big the scene was for punk like in the early 2000s or like mid-2000s, like 2005 when it was yes, a new Fall Out Boy, a New Found Glory, My, My Chemical Shoot. Romance, all that coming out. I mean, that was mm-hmm. it. Yeah.
2: But I was a fan of a day to remember back then. Before they were cool, mm-hmm. I got their first album in 2006. They hadn't even released their second album yet, and it was it was doing exactly what I'd been wanting to do for a long time. You know, put in uh, some screaming with some catchy some catchy choruses and just that simple. You know, the Blink 182 format, just you know, four chord pop punk, but. They finally blew up. I'm so proud of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen them live so many times. If yeah. we could play with them, that's it. Success has been met.
0: <laughs> I like <laughs> Asking Alexandria's past albums. I don't like a ton of their current stuff.
1: I agree with that statement. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, their older stuff was is more true to them. Yeah, I think, and now it's kind of a little bit more mainstream. But that happens with a lot of bands. Man, Bring Me the, uh, the Horizon mm-hmm. is another classic example of that.
0: Yeah, I don't know if you know. I like wow. their song, Mantra. It's a pretty decent song. I mean, but yeah, so- and it's a, so many bands, like, yeah. They, I, and to me today, you've got to have that mainstream sound a lot to make it. Like, you, you know, do. very few bands like that are just so beyond out of left field, not a lot of them make it. Like Greta Van Fleet, they're making it because people associate them with the sound that was popular, Zeppelin. Yeah. I mean, they're a good band, yeah. But I mean, that's why they they hit so hard so
1: fast was because people are, I'm like, oh my gosh, there's that sound we've we haven't heard in forever. Yeah, I know you touch on that. I listen to your podcast mm. quite often. Thank since you. We, since we spoke, but I know you touch on Greta uh, Van Fleet a, a little, you know, a few, uh, throughout a few of your podcasts and stuff. And I've been thinking about that since you brought it up because it's actually, you know, whether it's on the podcast or not, it's a good question to bring up. Like, what's your take on Greta Van Fleet, mm. right? Um, and, like, I like what they're doing, uh, but I, it's really hard to replicate a band like Led Zeppelin uh, and not get pushback on that because they're so iconic and legendary. But as far as musicianship goes, they are great musicians, especially being young kids. So
0: I got to throw this out. They paid for uh, a sponsorship on this episode for a one-time Noontutla Creek Farms. I recently stayed there. Uh, phenomenal trout fishing and wingland shooting. Like I said, they paid for a, a, a sponsorship on this episode, and I told them I would shout them out at some point. So we'll go ahead and- I love I trout. There, I stayed there recently. If you're looking for a place in the uh, Blue Ridge Mountains for trout fishing, uh, wingland shooting, uh, great fly fishing, phenomenal fly fishing, and uh, farmland housing-style uh, ranch cabins, uh, hit up- <clears throat> Nuntula Creek Farms it is garlandmountain.com do it now do y'all like to fish or hunt anything I grew up
2: doing that I grew up in California and that's like my my grandfather was he had an Alaska uh, fishing business in Alaska and then he would also hunt venison and other things we always had freezer fulls very organic way
0: better than store bought and it just stuck with me but all the episodes, as always, brought to you by Scott Flaw Brewing Company. Scott Flaw, Scott Flaw, because we love our beers. Yeah, beers. Me and my brother went there Friday night, and I knew I was going out of town, and I wanted to have enough for. I had the CEO band in yesterday morning. I saw that. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're really, really good dudes, and um, they're also in a tribute. Bl- they have their own band, CEO band, but they're also in Blizzard of Ozzy, the tribute. Oh, cool. Band. Yeah. And so um, I left the brewery Friday night with five six packs. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> oh
1: yeah. Yeah, I saw I actually saw I think you you posted it maybe on the Red Eye Rocker. Shout out Red Eye Rocker Instagram. Uh I think I saw that you had your little meet up at Scofflaw with them. And you know, your typical meet up at Scofflaw real cool. They seem like cool guys. Yeah. Oh. Right. Shout then, out CEO. Shout out Scofflaw. And then they took me to Chop Steakhouse. I actually for dinner. Were you, were you just talking about that on uh the uh, what was that? Boat to China? Yeah, slow you boat to talking China. About yeah, yeah, that, right? yeah. yeah they you were talking me. about how they tuck you to chops, <laughs> and you were like, "Oh, I don't know if
0: I." can It was like 100. <laughs> my meal was like 120 dollars, and but I didn't pay for it. Hey, nice. Can't so be mad. So we drank French wine and had bacon wrapped scallops, oh. Oh. and I had a 12 ounce fillet with truffle butter sauce oh. Oh. with all the fixings, the potatoes, oh, the the, oh, the asparagus. Oh, it was so good. And I got home looked at my bank account, and I go. I didn't spit a didn't dime on that. I didn't, <laughs> didn't have to break it out. I, I, yes. I successful. paid for the Uber ride. I paid for the Uber ride. That was it. That was easy. But um yeah, I know I love
1: it. Did you have fun when we went to Skyfly? Oh man, that was uh to be honest, I'm I'm newer to the uh, Atlanta, Georgia area <laughs> and you 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 know, in all in all reality, you showed me like a great southern hospitality feel, man. <laughs> it's as simple as that.
0: Y'all want to go do some partying? We'll t- we'll go partying. We can do that. We will go do some drinking. <laughs> we can do- I know the
1: places. <laughs> all right. No, I had fun though, man. We we uh we connected on a good deep yeah, level. Yeah. Had some really good in depth conversations. You know, got a little preface of each mm-hmm. other. You know, and no, I bragged time. about you like for weeks after. that. Uh, like. you don't have to lie on
0: it. You know? <laughs> I was like, man, like I was just like <laughs> one of the sweetest dudes I ever met. I appreciate but, it, man. You know, not all people think guys in rock bands or metal bands. You know, they have this person, They think this certain persona. You know, just a couple of sweethearts right here. It exists on stage. Yeah. That's about it. Does. it. it does. But
2: yeah. Yeah. Mm. The metal scene and as far as other bands, everyone off stage, sweetheart.
0: So where are y'all from? Hmm. I mean, where do y'all live now? I mean like where where does Broken City Sky have its base? We're
2: spread out. Um I live in Lawrenceville. He's from Carrollton. Our drummer lives in Lithia or I'm sorry, our bass player lives in Lithia Springs. And our guitar player, Ryan, lives in Marietta. Marietta.
1: My gosh. But we all come from even further than that. He's originally, Jeff is originally from California. We got Ryan is from Poland. Poland. I'm from Philadelphia. And Dylan. Dylan's from Missouri. Yeah.
0: Go Eagles. Go Birds. Don't get me started. <laughs> Please. I think we talked about the Donovan McNabb, Deuce, Staley days. Yes, we did. Oh, man. Yeah. That was yeah. the first
1: team in the NFL I ever liked was the Eagles. Phenomenal team, man. I mean, you know, Eagles get a lot of crap and we don't really have to go there. This is uh, turned into
0: a Philadelphia yeah. Eagles podcast. <laughs> Please don't do that. I'll talk for
1: seven hours. <laughs> I don't right. like sports. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to go that route uh, as we have it on the TV. Okay? <laughs> but uh yeah, no, we're all over, man. Uh, our central location as far as practicing is what uh, Lawrenceville? Yeah, Lawrenceville mm-hmm. so, My girlfriend well, lives Buford.
0: In Buford, Buford Buford. My girlfriend lives in Lawrenceville. okay. Um, so
2: she know. knows about Dominic's.
0: Dominatrix? <laughs> <laughs> no, dominatrix Yes, she knows all you know, about that <laughs> Italian Italian restaurant. <laughs> I'm sorry, Queen. I didn't mean to admit that. <laughs> I'm just joking. He's not a dominatrix. Uh,
2: now nah, Lawrenceville's cool. We're trying to move a little closer because I we will me and him work at the same spot mm-hmm. in Lithia Springs, mm-hmm. and it takes both of us about 45 minutes to get there every morning. I have to get up at three o'clock every morning. It blows. Yeah, but do you listen to me, well. me on Rock
0: 100.5 at three? I do. Do you? Yes. Oh. No. And the, in my truck. I'm he the moved. interim moved. Uh, Didn't you? Uh, well, I'm interim. I'm the okay, interim, okay. interim You're afternoon doing both. host, so yeah. I'm doing 3 to 7 I right have now. the iHeartRadio app. you just trying to butter me up. <laughs> 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 Lather it on, baby. Lather it on. Cuz I'll take it. No, so uh, I love um it. like what's the what's the scene like in so where do y'all where do y'all play a lot? Okay, where...
2: finally here we go. <laughs> Furnace Forty One, baby.
1: Furnace Forty One. shout out to Bo Keller at Furnace Forty One oh. and Michael Norton. Yeah, they've been shout trying to get out. me to come over there for quite a while. You're, you're missing, missing out. You're is missing... it a good venue? Yes, the, the best on the south side of Atlanta, if not altogether. I'm wow. not not even kidding.
2: Furnace Forty One is the first venue I've been playing in the Atlanta music scene. I started the mute doing music in Texas, but coming out here. This is the the first venue I've actually had a real connection where I feel at home, you know. Furnace Forty One, baby. They treat the bands good. Oh yeah, oh, man, they put us no on, idea. and, and uh, you know, even if you have a bad show, because that happens with local music, you'll have a show where maybe three people will come up. They're still going to put you on. Yeah, they've done that for us numerous times.
1: So. And that's not to knock other venues, you know. Shout out to Smiths. Shout out to even the Masquerade. At times, I mean, there's there's some there's there's a lot of good venues around. There's of course like like anything out there. There's going to be pitfalls to certain things, right? Yeah, but, for sure. Um, you know, I don't know if you wanted to touch on that, Jeff. But our our home location, I know you like Smiths, is mm-hmm. what you told me is like your alma mater of yeah. venues, right? I like, like Smiths. I've it's played there a it's few like
0: times. MC the most
1: Question, I am, Yeah, is the the Atlanta room upstairs or downstairs? The Atlanta room is downstairs. So oh, it's a smaller room. We God. actually have a show. I'm gonna do this on air and you can edit if you if you want. But we have a show coming up at Smith's Old. Not till October. Not to put you on the spot and you can edit this out, but we would be more than honored if you would wanna MC that for us. And I see I we sincerely <sighs> mean that from Broken City Sky. And Brittany Burdett was the talent buyer that I've been talking to.
0: Oh no, I know Brittany very well. I know, we, I know. We, we, yeah, we spoke yeah, about. Yeah,
1: it. I. Uh, we really want to have you MC, but I know I, you're busy. And dude, that would, we like you, we like Brittany, we like Smiths, Smith. we like networking. So done, whatever. Dude, boss, when y'all when y'all have, have a go.
0: Facebook uh, event for it, just shoot it to it's me. Already, oh, uh, 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 let me check. She's gonna not,
1: announce it. S- it I'll be I'll
0: be sharing it. I'll be promoting that so show. So you
1: are on 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 the record. You are saying you will do it. I will 100 done. Yeah. You're the man, 100% 100. Bucks. You're so cheap, man. I've already talked to bump Britain. that up. Bump your numbers up. <laughs> yeah, man. Bucks? I see. I'll see. i give you 100, and he'll give you 100, 200. Call tonight.
0: <laughs> um, no, because a lot of the local bands. I mean, there's there's a lot of local bands that struggle. You know that, well, that, is, that will of that will, of will them, ask right. me to emcee, and so I came up. I you know I do this you know because I love it. You know I yeah. love emceeing. I love getting out and you know using my platform to help you know, bands coming up because we're working together all of us. This is yeah. not, this is not the radio, like a lot of my problem with a lot of radio people, they treat it, and I told you this, yeah. they treat it like radio people, Above, the band. Yeah. It's yeah. me, the band. Yeah. Right there. We're working
1: together. And man, when I, when I, 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 when I originally reached out to you, that was kind of my take in a sense was like, you know, uh, here's Broken City Sky and here's Jackson Heaton with, you know, Scope Podcast, you know, let, how can we mutually benefit mm. each other's brand? No, you know, essentially, so that it's helping you, it's helping us collectively. Everybody's happy, dude.
0: That would be such an honor.
1: Okay, so hell fun. yeah, we're gonna hold to it. I'm yeah. not kidding. Let
2: I'm me pay you. you whatever. I want to get, <laughs> get, get I do. I will get serious for a second about the problem I feel with the promotions in Atlanta, because mm-hmm. I used to promote shows when I lived in Texas. I was 17 years old. I'd put a show together.
0: Go on another one. We got. We got
1: two more. Please. Fuck yeah. If you, have I'm to starting
2: be. to sober up. That's a yes. bad thing. That's for you, sir.
1: Thanks. Which which Flaw is this, by the way? Basement. basement. You got Basement, you, wanna, you got Hooligan. you
2: want to try Hooligan? I had Hooligan last time. Yeah, let's do it. I like all of um. them. Camaraderie. <laughs> Camaraderie. So, thank you. Bob. What of I would course. do, I'd email these bands that I'd want to play, and they would agree. And I'd be like, all right, dope. The show's in two weeks. Just show up at like four. And then I would go to Kinko's. And print out 300 flyers And go to all the other shows in the area For the next two weeks Hand out flyer after flyer after flyer And then go to the high school Put them on every single car You know and I just don't feel like Can that's you
0: do that legally? Go to high schools and just put flyers on When cards? you're 17, you can. Oh, you were 17. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was 17. I went to the high school. Okay. So, Thought uh, it was just
0: some grown man going don't No. <laughs> Come to our show, <laughs> little
2: boy. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. I, I got a lot of love for a lot of the promoters in Atlanta. I just feel like there could be a lot more promotions rather than dumping it all in the
0: bands all the time. So... There's nothing like old-school promotion. Like, flyers. Going, flyers. Like, like I mean, you got social media that's great, but there's nothing better than... Uh, there was a band that used to go to the Masquerade and just hand out free copies of their CDs to people online. We do that. Yeah. We do yeah. that
1: with merchandise, actually. We, where, ha- we, we have, have merch, merch for, you. for you. We have <clears> not just a shirt. We have merch that's plural for you. Oh, yeah. man. We do. Yeah, so... You guys are we, doing we, all we do this that. For me.
0: I'm not doing anything for you here. You're, you're putting you're putting, logs,
1: you're
2: putting us on here you're right now. Us on. So uh, this is the biggest thing we've done in a year. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> sir. <laughs> just I'll chastise myself <laughs> later. We
2: do that a lot, though. We'll pull out of our pocket and we'll make a lot of merch. And then when we're playing yeah. on stage, we'll do a instrumental interlude. And I'll throw out shirts to the crowd. And if people want to give us a donation, fine. But yeah. we'd rather have 30 <laughs> people walking out with a Broken City Sky shirt than four people that paid.
1: Yeah. Oh, so, for sure. I yeah. mean, if you think about it, it's smart marketing. I mean, the, our approach is like, so, excuse me. We all have full time jobs outside of musicianship, right? Mm-hmm. So, and some blue I collar mean, greasers. Yes, there. really, some blue clo- uh, collar greasers. And so we we all collectively use that uh, income and revenue stream to help you know with recording and the studio and merchandise and whatever else it may be. Mm-hmm. So our whole take is we can, we can afford that if we grab two, three hundred t-shirts at a time. We can afford to pay that out of pocket, give it away for free, and a few months later just re-up on merchandise. Right. So our whole take is, you know, take the merchandise that we gave a few hundred dollars for. as the, the more people that are wearing Broken City Sky shirts, mm. the more people are going to see it and, you know, get a little curious.
0: Yeah, there was so, there was a band that, you know, they're like, It's it's sixteen dollars for a shirt no matter what, no matter why And they wouldn't give anything
1: out and I was like, guys, it's smart business. I mean, if you think about it, a lot of people are so focused and 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 money oriented in the sense of like, Oh, we we put this we put this amount of revenue out um so we wanna get this amount of revenue back, but it's like Really, your return on investment is all these people pretty much freely promoting your band just by wearing the shirts you gave out for free.
0: And, um, I just went brain dead. (laughs) Happens to me all the
1: time. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Happened to you earlier on the podcast. I've been drug-free for over a year.
0: (laughs) Congratulations.
2: Thank you. proud of you, It was hard, but I did it. Actually, I have, too.
1: Well, except alcohol, but
2: yeah. Yeah. Me and him both have been rock-bottom druggies.
0: Yeah, man. So. And you two look so put together now. Uh, I don't know about that. You make me okay. feel like lesser of a human. No. 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 <laughs> Trust me.
1: <laughs> you're not lesser of a human than me, I promise. <laughs> and, and don't you have kids, too? I do. I have twin seven year old boys. Yeah. Man. Yep. Twins. So when he was talking about, uh, oh, I'm the kid in the relationship, I think to myself, like, I'm the kid and I have two kids. So I'm, I'm
0: really in trouble. Man, two seven year old boys, twins. Yes, sir. Man, you're going to have some. Uh, Have some days here in a few years, yeah.
1: I I know. I keep waiting. I mean, they're little hellions from from, you know, start till now to seven. I can't wait for their teenage years. You think,
0: uh, you think karma's gonna bite you in the ass? Oh, you have no idea. (laughs) You worry about that? You have no idea.
1: And my wife wants to have you know, we talk about having possibly another child. And I'm like, I don't know, man, because I already have the karma coming with these two. If we have another, it's just gonna be And weird. what if you have a girl? Oh, that's her that's her biggest fear. Yeah. That's her biggest cause we have a uh we have a female dog and she sees just how I treat the female dog. And man, if I had a daughter, game over. Yeah. Game over. Nobody'd be wanting to date that oh, girl. No. So that's part oh, of being no. in a
2: band though too. You've got, you know, in his case, three other guys willing to step up and yeah. raise the shields.
0: I so, love that. True. I remember what I was going to say. Uh, and being a band is not just about playing rock music at, you know, during these nights and drinking beers and having fun. It is a business, like you said. Mm-hmm. It, it's got to be 100% a business, and that falls short on some band's ears.
2: And we, we do get some return, because we use, we use a, a service that puts our music out on every single platform, iTunes, Apple, <coughs> you know, Spotify, and... We get money based on those plays, and luckily, some of our music is good enough. I guess that we actually have probably made back what we spent on recording. Wow! So, yeah. what yeah. song
0: do you want me to play going into this episode?
1: So we have here's here's the thing: we have two new singles we just recorded last weekend. Unfortunately, Ooh. we have our uh, producer has edits of them, but they are not mixed yet, so we don't have.
2: Shout copies. out, Luke Campolita.
1: Yes, Lou Campolita, amazing producer, sound. He's engineer. got a Grammy. He does have wow. a Grammy. He's phenomenal. But uh, the song that we would probably—what do you want to do? Compass or uh, the, um, the Disney? Do, do you have one you like, Jackson? I know he dug
2: that. Actually, Disney. I have a—I have a new name for you. I've been thinking about it for weeks now. You're handsome, Heaton.
0: <laughs> <laughs> From now on. Handsome Heaton, thank that you. Rings so well. Handsome Heaton, that is my new radio now. I'm gonna I do my show. I got to do my show after this y'all is leave. Handsome Heaton, <laughs> it's Handsome Heaton on your dial at 100.5. Handsome it, Heaton.
1: Uh, yeah. Oh man. Uh, uh, what do you want to do? You want to do uh, the newest um, one?
0: The newest
2: compass. one with the current lineup is Compass Love. It's not my personal favorite. It's a great I love song. it. I love it. But I would probably. Pick, if I had to pick one, I'd pick Bragging Rights. That seems to be a very, very fan favorite. It's the song we open up
1: with after our intro during live shows. Before you write that down for sure, are you sure you want to do that instead of Mulan, which just hit over a million views on YouTube? Well, we're at like
2: 1,020,000 now. Yeah. It grows by oh. like a 1,000 a day. <clears throat> but I don't know if you'd be allowed to play a Disney song. That's the thing.
0: Yeah, it's copyright rules. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. True. Yeah, which is great. It's a great song. I love it. Don't get me wrong. I know that's the one I sent. Yeah. 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 Uh, he's the vocalist. He makes the decision. We'll go with bragging rights. <laughs> I'm, right, right, I'm right. making my executive decision. Cool. Here. Here you you do it. Cool. All so right. I do have your permission to play it going in. Hundred percent. Okay. Okay. So you got to worry about getting sued in today's world.
1: How do you like your steak cooked?
0: Medium. Rare. Medium rare.
1: I like it mooing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you like to cut into it and be like. <laughs> okay, I'm.
2: I'm a veteran. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I went to Iraq 2006, 2007. And Thank you for your service. You're welcome. Thank you, Jeff. And before like, that, I was all about rare. After that, I don't know what changed. You start, you see a little bit of blood. Suddenly, mm. I can't handle it anymore. What did you do in Iraq? I was infantry. 11 Bravo, baby.
0: For Marines? Army.
2: Army. Army, yeah. Army, yeah. Wow. And... Yeah, so, every, I, I don't know why, because before that, when I was 19, I, I went to EMT school, and I'd go on these, you know, calls for clinicals and stuff, and you'd see a lot of effed-up S, and I just couldn't take it. I mean, I could take it back you then. You can
0: cuss on this podcast. I know, I know.
2: Shit. My mom might listen. <laughs>
0: My mom listens all the time. She's like, Jackson, stop talking like that. I'm like, then stop listening, Jan. Jan? Yeah,
2: Jan. No, but, um, so I don't know. Um... Just the smell of raw meat kind of freaks me out a little bit. It's weird. Here's the thing.
0: Um, Then we'll get back to music. Uh, What is something that people here in the States, they see on TV about the Iraq war, things going on. What's something they don't know?
2: Everything, because what they're putting on TV has been, you know, you've got to go through all these steps (laughs) to get the reporters to come out there. they're, They're putting on a front for the reporters, of course, you know. Everything.
0: The soldiers that are being interviewed for the
2: Yeah, they're basically you've seen Jarhead. Yeah. That's
1: true. So that's like what it's like. If I can interject, if you listen to the majority of our songs, Jeff being our vocalist, a lot of them are about military. Not necessarily what they don't talk about, but actually one of our songs particularly enemies is about how things are misportrayed in um There Right.
2: Yeah, there was there was an example here's an example. Um I was getting ready to go to the gym one night. I was putting on my PT clothes. I was just going to chill. I'm in my chew, which is a containerized housing unit. We had two men per unit. And all of a sudden, I hit the floor because I thought someone was throwing rocks at my 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 chew. Turns out it was an explosion in the village that was 10 miles away. So we all go outside, and there's a freaking mushroom cloud right there. We're like, what the F was that? Let's just go about our day because you see the helicopters start flying out to check out what it was. And this was in Talafar, There is a Wikipedia page about it, but um as we're getting ready, a secondary explosion goes off. so that's when the commanders like, "All right, get your crap on we're gonna we're gonna stage up and see what happens like a day later, and there there was hundreds of people who got killed right in there villagers they had put the terrorists put free flour on the side of the truck, and it was actually filled with c four and boom, they did it twice um one of, we weren't planning on going out there But there was an AJC reporter With us Embedded with us And she wanted to go out there And make a story about it Our AJC here in Atlanta Yeah Our commander wanted us Wanted to look good I guess So we set up a whole mission Just to appease her I was kind of against that I was like Why are we all gonna risk our lives So she can get a quick story mm. You know um, But
1: so everything Wow
2: <laughs> Correspondence man They need their They need their stories Yeah That's
0: insane, man. What's your most, what's your biggest irrational fear?
1: Surface level or gut level? The surface level would be spiders. Oh, one hundred percent. I'm not kidding. i, would rath- I would, afraid. I, would I rather spiders.
0: Be, I would rather be trapped in a room with a grizzly bear than yeah. a black widow.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm not Thank even you. kidding. Yes, <laughs> okay, we're Thank on the you. same page. I'm not because I I
2: think Daniel in the Lion's Den. I believe in that. I can pray hard enough that grizzly won't fuck with me. <laughs> oh man,
0: <laughs> the black widow though, she's getting hers. And, and, um. and I can see <laughs> what a grizzly bear is doing. I can you know evaluate its movements, and I can you know move accordingly. Like what you don't see.
1: No. You don't see it coming no. up on you. Yeah. But if you're These talking, days,
2: what is an irrational fear though? I mean well. I could say I'm scared to death to let my girlfriend take an Uber, but is that really such an irrational fear? No. Yeah.
1: Yeah, irrational Uh-oh. makes that question tough, I think. All uh, right,
0: what's your biggest
2: fear? Blues like being able to prevent something happening to someone I love and
1: not going through with it. I would say my biggest fear, and this is gonna sound weird, probably. My biggest fear is of my definition of success. Oh, yeah, let's get deep. That's deep, brother. Yeah. Phil of Philosophical. <laughs> this is a <laughs> philosophical. <laughs> bl- 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 no, I mean, if you think about it, not, not and I'm not talking. I'm not talking being a famous musician, or something. I'm talking about like you know, as a as a husband and a father, like the the fear of like succeeding and the fear of succeeding in it's getting you know. Ollie. I, know. <laughs> I don't know. I lost my train of thought now. <laughs> but my, whatever. My I biggest, think it's scary. My biggest
0: fear is growing old alone. That's a good one. That's uh, actually damn, a fantasy of you mine. <laughs> You're gonna just. <clears throat> like uh the and then you know how all right, so there's a difference in the way men and women argue, right? Men we are very rational when we argue, we go to the facts, we stick there. Women, if they get if they feel like they're in a corner, they just Motion. start they just start, they just start swinging, right? They just yeah. go for everything they can, and yep. so my girlfriend knows that my biggest fear is growing old alone. And so if I pack her into a corner, we've we've, we've had like two arguments. She's really cool, but she goes, well, you know, Jesse, you're probably just gonna die alone." And I was like, "Oh no, 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 not that!" Uh, so you hit me where it hurts. <laughs>
1: that's that's a good one. That's
2: yeah, that's valid. That's valid. My girlfriend's biggest fear is that I'm gonna shave my beard. So when we get into an argument, I'm just like, well, you know what? I'm just going to go shave this off. <laughs> Over. I get my way every time. What, do you look like a kid without the beard? Yeah, you want to see?
1: He has his identification. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When we, we just went to Blue Moon, when we, when we were waiting for you to show up, I was like that. How long ago was that? Like eight years? It <laughs> was in like 2016. That was like three years ago.
2: Wow! Yeah, yeah. my family—we all look young, and yeah. it's a blessing. Yes.
0: Yeah.
2: How old are you? Almost thirty-five. Wow. Yeah, he's old as shit. Next yeah. month. Next month. Yeah.
1: Man, you're fucking
2: old. It's so, but I feel like I'm twenty. I feel like a teenager sometimes. So. Pragmatic. No, he's, he's talking no, about, as far about his as personality like inside. <laughs> like, like I think I, I must have gone into a coma from like 15 till now. Because
0: if you could learn one spell, but it could only do something mundane, what would it be? Define mundane. Well, oh, just like a superpower, like mine. I'll give you an example. Mine just be able to turn on and change the channel with my mind. Oh, so like something that doesn't really affect. Other humans. Right, right, right. If I could just be sitting there with a beer and a sandwich and it's with my mind, turn the TV on and, you know, turn on Netflix or Hulu, that'd just be great.
2: <laughs> Jumping would be dope. Have you ever seen Jumper? Yes. Or, yeah.
1: That's
0: not mundane. It kind of is. You of
2: don't really. Right. Go
1: ahead and explain mundane one more time then. What, is, like, what like exactly said, are you I like
0: said, do you want to be able to turn all, you know, close your garage door with your mind or do you want to be able to, you know, have x-ray vision, x-ray vision just to see under a woman's dress? There you go,
2: because all the all the things I fantasize about really do affect all of humanity, and I'll tell you about that in a second. But um,
0: here's here's the thing: because I read a story that a lot of women walk around now with vibrators or some kind of dildos little, up their yeah, up yeah their vaginas yeah. like Why? during the day, during yeah. the day.
1: just pleasure just to get off yeah, yeah pleasure throughout the day whenever they
2: want on demand it takes all the fun out of the Sabian <laughs>
0: yeah. freaking women man. <laughs> Never never uh, satisfied, never enough Tell
1: me, tell me about it <laughs> I like food Love you Jessica So if I could just
2: create a plate in front of me whenever I wanted That'd be awesome That's
1: a good answer yeah. I like yeah. that yeah. Um, I'm gonna say this and if my wife listens to this I'll probably get kicked in the balls But uh, to just like snap my fingers And the whole house is just clean Children quiet, just peace That's a good one <laughs> <laughs> it's like smart house. Yeah, I, that's all I can think. Pay that's attention, Jessica. Kick <laughs> the balls, man. Yo, I'm getting fucked up. Have you ever been kicked in the balls? Yes. Not by my wife, but yes. Uh-huh. Yes, I
0: have. I don't think women understand how painful that actually is.
2: Yeah, I,
1: I, it might be like giving birth. We yeah. can't really... They
0: talk about it like giving birth is more painful. I, disagree.
1: No, I don't know.
2: You, you
0: take a shot, like a, a straight a solid, shot. A solid shot to the nuts. I mean, you're on the floor. You're sweating. Totally. Your oh, stomach's hurting. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> It's it does hurt, hurt. It does hurt oh. to think about. Yeah.
2: Uh, have you ever had a dream where you're getting someone's grabbing your balls and squeezing, or no. is that only me? That's just because I've yeah. had. I think, that, <laughs> I think that's
0: the Iraq kind of
2: thing. <laughs> I've had those dreams where someone starts squeezing, and I'm just sitting there like, ah, oh my gosh, that's uh, terrible. I can feel it too. Yeah, It's sucks. God, I've never been a part
1: of one of those dreams.
0: I had a dream the other night that I slept with this woman that uh, I, I have no idea, but it felt so real and like. Uh, I, I thought in the dream, oh my gosh, I just cheated on my girlfriend. What's going on? This is, this is <laughs> terrible. I can't believe this just happened. And then I woke up, and I'm just like, I'm in a sweat. I'm just like, oh, thank God. I'm sorry, Aisha. I'm sorry if you listen to this. You know what? Oh you get gosh. dick pits. Dick pits. <laughs> I see, so I don't feel, I don't. Not by me. She gets the guys that hit her up constantly. Like, this guy sent her a dick pic the other day. That's, that's, you that's, need oh, yeah. to take her phone when,
2: she, when that happens and p- pretend to be her. Let's meet up. Speed up, baby, or be
1: like, yeah. that's it.
4: <laughs> <laughs> that's all
1: you've got, dude. Man, uh, teach, <laughs> teach, homie, a lesson. Yeah, <laughs> 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 that's all you're working with, bub. Get out of here.
0: It's like if I ever got raped in a, if I went to prison and I got, you know, raped. Like you know, like, you know most people scream. I'd just be like, the last one was way bigger.
2: <laughs>
0: Same concept. I, I don't even feel this one. <laughs> That's phenomenal. Are you even trying? <laughs> uh, at least, uh, at least romanticize it a little bit. <laughs> uh, I'd be the funny guy in prison.
1: Yeah. You seen the movie uh, Get Hard? Oh yeah, dude. Love,
0: love Get Hard. Just
1: since you talk. <laughs> yeah, I love.
0: You love getting hard? Is that what you said? What? You I, said didn't I didn't say that.
1: What? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just figured since you were talking prison, you know. Great movie.
0: What, uh, what movie, or no, no, I'm sorry, not movie. That's for actors that come on the podcast. What song can you listen to over and over and never get tired of?
2: Sarah and the Safe Word, the Supernova. It's before they became the cabaret they are now. Mm-hmm. They had this band, or it was Sarah, and she had just a normal size band. The Supernova. Great song. I listen to it probably twice a day. They've at
0: been
1: least. on.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. You've on. had a lot of our friends on. Yeah. You've had Maggie. She's actually going to yeah. do a song with us soon. Yeah,
1: she's doing a feature with us that's yeah. not talked about yet, but
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, you've got Fury and Few coming in. in the yes, place. those are my, Ooh. those are our boys. Really, Fury yes. and Few is
1: like our brother. Band. Really, we play with them. Probably as soon as they pull up, we're out there giving hugs. Mm-hmm. I ask yeah. people, and a lot of people have never heard of them. That I've, that they're, I've newer. they're new. They're new. But yeah. man, for a for a two piece, you've never heard anything like. They're them. good. Shout out Fury and Few, awesome Love nice. you, boys. Love you. August 11th. August 11th. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um. What was the question? What this song tw- could you this listen to over and over again? Are you on Twenty Questions? We're just kind of doing it randomly throw. Oh, cool. All right, yeah. so uh, song over and over. I would have to say, and I'm going back to what I need to turn you on to after this, uh, it's called Ancha by Oceans 8 Alaska. You could listen Ocean- to it a million times. Oceans 8 Alaska. Man, if you...
2: Um, they actually stayed at the Petra house recently. Have you heard of
1: Petra? They, they have? Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, we got a visitor? Hey, Greg. Oh.
1: Oh.
0: I'm,
2: I'm sorry. I got a pee so bad.
0: <laughs> Mine. Uh, older Jethro told thick as a brick all day. Mm. Uh, okay, I like uh, Jethro.
1: Yeah. Newer. Oh, you get an older and a newer. Go ahead. I'm the host. Yeah, I fair. <laughs> this is my world. This is handsome. You're heatin'. fair. That's this fair. is my world.
0: All right. Uh, newer. Uh, Prometheus by Septic Flesh. Okay. Heavy. Hell yeah! Yeah, I'm a death metal yeah. fan. I You're see. gonna
2: love my friends' band. They're coming out soon. They're called. Rest. They're
0: gonna be called Hollow. Oh, okay. Heavy as heavy. I'm really into Dying Fetus right now.
1: Yeah, yeah. they're sick. Yeah.
0: yeah. Sick. Uh Cannibal Corpse love them. They're classic. Yeah. Can't but last home. year I went to the Masquerade and saw Septic Flesh, Death, Fu- Dark Funeral, and Die Antichrist. Oh
1: yeah. Are you into like a Murakami strain that kind of metal too? That's not never like death metal,
0: but never heard of it. Okay. But uh, I, I, I believe in all that, but the Antichrist comes on stage, and they're like, let us praise the Lord of hellfire together. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> let's do it all night. <laughs> <laughs> let's praise him right now. I feel his spirit. <laughs>
2: do you ever hole crip your shirt?
0: Oh, man, I've never done that, but I was, You need to try it at a show. <laughs> this is a $50 t-shirt. I'm not going to do that. Don't one. do that.
1: Jeff.
0: Where's that from? Buck Mason.
1: Buckman. Oh, you're gonna say like Armani Exchange?
2: Yeah. You spelled Walmart wrong.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Salvation Army, thrift store,
2: Goodwill, yeah. man, that's so where it's know. at. I that's found a pair of yeah. Chucks, Converse, brand new condition. I got them for five bucks at Goodwill. Those are seventy
0: dollars in the store. Shout
1: like, out Goodwill, great yeah, hey. prices. Hey, <laughs> great prices.
0: What's the most useless thing you know how to do?
2: Have sex, because um, I'm not trying to have kids. You're just a selfish bastard.
0: <laughs> You're not even doing it for the purpose of it. What the good Lord intended?
2: I don't do it at all. Um, let's see. The most useless thing I know how to do. Good freaking good. I think I feel like everything I know how to do has a use.
1: Um. Most useless thing I can do is. Play a few songs on a recorder. What is that ever gonna do for me?
0: On a recorder? Oh yeah. Yeah. What's that? That's that uh, little. You didn't
1: have a high school. <whistles> do, 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 do. It's like a mini flute type thing.
0: I was never
2: in
1: the band. I just... I, no, it was. No, you can buy these. Music you can class. buy these. You can buy these at Cracker Barrel. It was like a yeah. It was like a mute It was just in music class in elementary school, and they teach you how to play a couple songs. I'm never gonna use that. I don't know. That's all I got.
0: Most of the useless thing I know how to do is anything I learned in high school.
1: Oh, dang it. Man, you have all I changed my answer. (laughs) Everything (laughs) I learned how to do in high school.
0: (laughs) Good answer, man. Thank you. Man, you came over that all on your own. Yeah, math. Damn. It's like when when people think about it, like, I don't regret going to college and getting a degree. You know, I, I enjoyed it. But do I use... Even eighty five percent of what I learned in college, no. What'd you go to college for? Broadcast journalism.
1: Well, here you are. No,
0: that I did, but True. like you know, the core classes, you know, leading up to it. Statistics, uh, now, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I don't uh, use that shit. Sociology, sh- whatever. Yeah, yeah.
0: You know, I had to find myself in my sociology class. I had yeah. this feminist teacher who hated every guy in there. Oh, and, the and so she'd be teaching, and she'd ask a question, and I'd raise my hand, and and no one else would, and she'd be like, "Anybody?" Really? Anybody? And wow. then like Allison, freaking Allison, would raise her hand and she'd be like, Allison. Oh, and then she'd cool. answer and she'd be like, good, that's why right, or you know, give her props or whatever. But man, she she hated the guys. I made like a C minus in that class. Wow. But you probably really made an A plus. A
1: plus plus, yeah, plus plus. I just enrolled for uh, to finish out my associates this fall. Awesome, about, congratulations! Thank you, thank you. It's been about uh, ten years since I got thirty six credits, yeah. nine or ten years. But uh, I say that to say I'm taking online courses mainly, specifically for that reason. So I don't have to really interact. They can go just by, in, you know, intelligence and substance. And yeah. whatever I'm giving them.
0: So. I was also a film minor, so I used to love my film classes and just, you know, watch films. That's all we mm-hmm. used to do, watch films. Me, remind me after
2: this to give you a contact for a girl I think you'd enjoy having on. Mm-hmm. She's done some few things. She's got—I actually—me we, me and my friend made a film, and we hired her to be the lead actress. And she's actually on, like, three Netflix films right now. Like, she's doing well. She was on a couple of shows on Oxygen, E, you know. Oh. She's making some noise. That's great. So yeah, I've had uh, She's from here and she's really big in the autistic community as far because her brother. So yeah,
0: Yeah, I've loved uh, having actors on it's it's a good thing to explore because I'm such a film buff. So it's a good. It's a good thing like now I'll have, you know, three actors on and then you know four bands, you know, change it up, you know, you know, so it's not just constantly bands.
1: Mm-hmm. What's what's more your like forte? Are you more music-hearted or more film-hearted? Like what's your niche? I I, I,
0: I can talk more film. Okay. Like I mean I can talk music all day, but I'm not as technically savvy as it, at it as you guys are. I'm just good at asking the questions that, you know, create the conversation for it. So you
1: probably have more of a passion for, like, lo- local Atlanta artists just trying to, you know. Uh,
0: yeah, uh, all, like any kind of artist, just trying okay. to do their thing.
2: Cool. Well, yeah. there's no rules in art. No, <laughs> nobody knows anything.
1: <coughs> <that's> <coughs> including good, us. Yeah, that's a good point. I, yeah. I, I think I've listened to a few, few of your podcasts, and I think it's come up a couple times that there's, like, different takes. I don't think nowadays it's not like record labels. It's a very different approach. There's no really set-out, cookie-cutter way of, you know, not being famous but being a, su- a successful musician, right? You kind of – I feel like every band kind of just learns as they go. You know what I mean? So yeah.
0: yeah. Well, hell, with this podcast, I'm just learning as I go. You guys are episode – y'all are going to be 82. I got I to put out CEO band on Wednesday and then you guys after that. But uh, <clears throat> I didn't really start getting my flow, I felt like, until, like, episode 60. Hey, I,
2: man. well, I Well, that's how you would feel, but we would disagree because I've listened. I went back all the way to the beginning. Yep, first yeah. one. And I started listening, and I was like, this is a great way <laughs> to kill yeah. some time. Yeah. yeah. Like, it was really interesting, and it's really, really hard to catch my attention. Huh. How many podcasts are out there? Millions. <laughs> <lot>. Millions. And, <laughs> yeah. I can actually listen to you.
1: I can say, yeah, maybe in the beginning you you might have felt a little kind of like you didn't know ex- the exact direction, but, I mean, it was still very professional, and you have definitely evolved from mm. the first episode until yeah. <clears throat> Boat to China. Or, I, I'm sorry if I keep saying that wrong. But a that, slow
0: Boat to China. Slow
1: Boat to China. From the first to that, which is the last one I've listened to, you've definitely evolved in, like, your, you know, um, the way you go about no. it. As so.
2: cutthroat as radio is and podcasting is, keep doing what you're doing. Keep you know, taking those extra opportunities. <laughs> Even if you're dead dog tired, you'll be fine.
0: Are you guys trying to end the episode right now? No. no. Oh. Dude, go oh. another hour. <laughs> oh, man, I was, I was getting worse. Are you kidding like, me? Oh. No, I was just trying
4: to. <laughs> no. I was like, no, no, I'm tra- tra- trying are, to wrap it up. We're, we're going as long as, as you to, want. To, no. Seven
0: hours, go. Now, here's the thing. Are we ending it right after this, or are we going back over to Blue Moon for a beer? Oh, we're definitely <laughs> yeah. going after.
4: Oh, I love Blue you guys. Moon. Are you kidding? Man. That's on Blue us, That's
1: not on you. No, no, no. We're paying. We're paying. You don't have a choice. You can <laughs> you can make the rules in here, Jackson. We're paying for your shit outside, <laughs> guys. I hope
0: you're not busting my balls or lying to me about him seeing y'all's concert. No.
1: Uh, all right, hold on. Keep talking. <laughs> While you're talking, I'm gonna email Brittany Burdett and tell her Jackson said he's committed to emceeing <laughs> that show for us. So go ahead. We're not Keep only done. gonna
2: pay you your rate yep. times two. Yep. We're paying for your tab that night too. Yes, we
1: are. <laughs>
0: And we're that's not. A, that's we're a not pinky rich. swear.
1: Yeah, double pinky. Double yeah, pin- and we're not rich like that. We just we. You're a cool man. You're yeah, a cool right. dude. right. We're Actually. loaded. Yeah, we kind of got money. A little
0: bit. No. <laughs> now, the <laughs> we really that, old. now the band Now the band that came in Saturday. They're both CEOs of very successful companies. They are the. They are. The, they're the quintessential uh, guys that have a ton of money, but they just love to rock out. You know? yeah. yeah. So you got different levels, and then you got bands that you know. I've been there. You know, bands that are barely scraping the bottom of the barrel just to get one show. I've been there. I've
2: spent rent money. I've spent money I had to use to pay for rent on recording. I've been there. I've been that band. So luckily right now we're staying with my girlfriend's grandparents. They have a huge house, and she was like, we love having you guys. We moved in in November for a month, and here it is, almost been a year. Mm. And she's just like, I love having you guys. Just help out when you can, and we do. I've offered her thousands of dollars. I'm like, please, just take some money from me, please, please. And she's like, nope, just, just keep, you know, doing what you're doing. And so we're blessed in that sense. So, you know, I can afford to keep yeah. putting money towards the band, more merch, all that. So, And we're all, <coughs> you know, we've got decent careers we're all happy with right now. Well, so.
0: for me, when I was coming up on radio, I wasn't making shit at first. When I was trying to get on the air here. No, I bet. Like, when I was a sports broadcast, it was fun. But, you know, I really was going to make my career when I got here to Atlanta. But I heard, oh, you're going to have to move and then come back. And and then I got a weekend shift. And it was like, you could have paid me a million dollars to go to that process again of me trying to get on air here. And then I got overnights. And, you know, my overnight show started growing. And then I became Axles. Why do people... This guy looks interesting. He just walked away. Oh, what's up, bro, wow. hey, Who was... Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Jackson, would would you be so uh, kind as to read this email to Brittany Burdett from Smith's Old on on this podcast for me?
0: Hey, Brittany. We are doing a podcast interview with Jackson Heaton right now. And he said he would love to MC our show if that is cool with you. Question mark, exclamation mark.
1: (laughs) It's sent right now. You know, I had a girlfriend that... Jackson uh, will be hosting.
0: You know, I had a girlfriend one time that just asked me to read her poetry. You got that ASMR voice. Yeah. You do. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I could see that, actually.
0: That's why I love it when I talk dirty to them.
2: Can I finish finish your beer? No, no, no.
1: I want
0: that. (laughs) You can have some of it.
1: Speaking of poetry, that's your uh, hidden feminine thing. Yes, yes. I listen, man. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that is my hidden feminine thing. Yes, I, 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 like do like, I do like. I do like. Right. It's a that and working out. It's a, both of those are stressful.
2: Well, I don't,
1: well, working out's not the feminine, but no. I see what you're saying. Yeah, but uh, technically, he's a
2: poet. I it's I told guy. you we had that. Little podcast we tried to do yeah. for a while there. What one of our one of our little bits we would do <coughs> is we would play. We'd get a guy to come in and play really pretty classical guitar, mm. and then I would read like gangster rap lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> it's like she's day giving me brain <laughs> over classical like <bait> over classical like <laughs> guitar. It was beautiful. I what would...
0: historical figure wasn't as great as people think? Abraham Lincoln. <gasps> I
2: love him, don't get me wrong, but yeah, as people now. as people think, <laughs> <laughs> as people think, yeah. he was yeah. great. He was a great man. He did a lot of great things, but let's be real. I don't even want to get into it. I feel like I'll
0: offend half the world.
1: I, I'm going to take a pass on that one. I can't. What
0: one question can you ask somebody that will tell you the most about them?
2: What is your political party... How much can you bench press? No, I, I take that back. I'm kidding. How much can you bench press?
1: I don't even lift, dude. <laughs>
2: <laughs> How are you
0: gonna ask somebody what? The-
1: one one question you can ask if that
0: you uh, if you had a billion dollars and you had to give it all uh, to a certain charity, which one would it be? Make a wish. No, that would that would be mine. That'd be my question. Yeah, make a wish.
1: No, no, no. He's saying that's his question he would ask oh. somebody. I like that. I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh,
0: Sorry. Someone's uh, not paying attention. Three, Here, drink a little more. Three basements in. Have another beer there. <laughs> <laughs> if you could become the number one expert in one niche field, what would it be?
1: The expert <clears throat> in understanding how a woman's brain works. hmm I think that'll kill you.
0: I, th- I think you'll go to the grave with that one.
1: Man, there's actually a couple books on that. But really, probably doesn't work. People get paid to write that? Yeah, like to understand a woman versus how a man... Yeah, but mm. anyway, no. whatever. Mm, stupid. I don't have good answers, man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's a hard one.
0: Hey, is anybody going to storm Area 51? No. September 20th? No. It was so funny. There were people like, I saw the Facebook video of the guy that started it. And he was like, We're going to do this. We're going to find out the truth. And he's got like all these supporters, like over a million people signed up to do it. And then the Air Force comes out and they're like, We will protect America's assets. we are going to
1: shoot you all in the face. (laughs) You're going to get your ass blown up. You're going to get blown up with napalms and C4 (laughs) landmines. (laughs) Like, boom. Yeah, you're done. Like that
0: doesn't mean, hey, if you rush us, we're going to ask you kindly to turn around. Absolutely it's just going to be. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah. And then it spiraled into people wanting to storm um, the Bermuda Triangle.
2: Uh, that's impossible. Yeah. Let me just You're you're gonna fail. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I've actually I've actually studied the Bermuda Triangle a little bit, and it makes a lot of sense how things could go missing, and it's all nature. It's not really anything. Fancy,
1: right?
0: <laughs> what are you so incredibly terrible at that you've given up ever doing it again? Art, uh. drawing. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. can't I mean, drawing. I, I mean, can't draw for shit. Yeah. If, yeah. if you try to look at one of my stick figures, it's like, what the fuck yeah. is that? What was he trying to accomplish? Yeah. Like, yeah. like, it doesn't answer. even look like a stick figure. Nope. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't get, like, how these people can, like, if you watch Bob Ross, like, you know, back in the day. Insane. Like,
1: just, like, he's just, like, talking he's, about squirrels. He's and not dri- even looking. Yeah, <laughs> he's talking, looking at the camera. Peyton, and you're like, that's, like, a majestic <laughs> mountain with friggin' bobcats, and, and it's crazy.
0: Like, yeah. uh, like, he'll, like, start with, like, a few, like, brush strokes, and you're like, all right, what the is this guy doing? And then, like, five minutes later, you're just like, where did that come from?
4: <laughs> Bob Ross,
0: what a legend! A legend. I mean, like legend. if you held a gun to my head and you said, "I will shoot you if you cannot draw me or paint me a, a beautiful tree," I'd be like, "Pull the trigger, man! Yeah, it's dead. done." Lord, I'm coming. Yeah, I'm, I'm dead. Like, get those gates open. I had I had fun while I was while I was here. Hey, what
2: um? When did you decide you wanted to be
0: radio? When I fell out of college after my first semester, I was going to go into pre med, like every other man in my family, be a doctor. And then after the first semester I had three F's and a and a C and uh, I got suspended. So I washed dishes in a restaurant for three months because my dad made me. Worst fucking job ever. ever. I've done that. I, nothing, mm-hmm. I think every human should have to work in either the retail or service industry yeah, for I at agree. least a, a six months or a year. Or yeah. the army. I, I yeah. agree. Both. The military in some yeah. fashion. I agree 100%. And, and like, I think it should be like a class in high school. Like, you know, mm-hmm. not maybe not the military thing, like in, in high school, like maybe an ROTC thing if you wanted to offer that. But like, whether it's washing dishes or dealing in customer service mm-hmm. like at a mm-hmm. JCPenney like nothing yeah, I got fired something. from yeah. J.C. JCPenney after 30 days <laughs> <laughs> nothing will humble you and put you back on a life course track yep. better than doing that
1: I agree I've done both <laughs> I I've, I've been a dishwasher and a cook in a kitchen and I've worked at Coles the retail store both just atrocious yeah, yeah. horrible
2: yeah I've done every job you can think of Horrible. I don't trust restaurants a lot. Yeah,
1: I don't. Really, you should. Th- things that go I've on. Been in the kitchen. a lot. Yeah, I've I mean, been, yeah.
2: no one's purposely. I can guarantee at least all the you know the fifteen restaurants I've worked at, nobody was purposely screwing with your food. But yeah, some 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 kitchen guy definitely is going to the bathroom without washing his hands and yeah. coming out and making your tacos for sure.
1: Not to 100%. mention the, the restaurant industry is a very high. Drug using, uh, oh yeah. <laughs> so you never know what's going on. It's kind of like
2: <laughs> it's kind of like uh, what's that movie? Uh, Whipple Wall Street. Oh yeah. Man, how else are you gonna do this you, job, yeah. man? Cocaine yeah. and hookers. Yeah, that's yeah. the restaurant. <laughs> you can't did, be in restaurant without a
0: dishwasher a uh, at a at a restaurant. Is not going home at the end of the day, seeing his girlfriend. Her being like, "How was your day, sweetie?" It was wonderful, baby. Man, it was one. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna drink some tea on the back porch. Yeah, you know, and like you know, you know, write some poetry, <laughs> listen to some wind some, down. Uh, yeah, yeah, wind yeah, down. I got a big day tomorrow to be back on the line washing the dishes. Proudest moment of my life. You know it every day. I'm going somewhere. <laughs> I walk into work every day on a smile while people are flinging plates at me saying, get this washed." I'm like, you got it. You got it. Camaraderie. Teamwork. Oh, my God. <laughs> that doesn't go. happen. People go home and they're like, fuck that
2: job. <laughs> at the, They're going into the
0: walking cooler. yeah this I, job. I, I, oh, how many times
1: I did that back in the day? Oh, walking cooler. It just yeah. like the smoke just disintegrates. And I
0: think I would go through. through like three packs of cigarettes on a shift. Oh, it yeah, felt easy. Like, easy. like Anytime you had a chance, step out, it's like you know, smoke. Or, yeah. like, oh, I hated mm-hmm. that job. Yep. And then I started my own handyman business after I quit that.
1: I remember that. Oh. <coughs> yeah. You guys listen. You guys we do great. listen. Yeah, we listen to a lot of your podcasts, man. And this was before <laughs> we had you know, our little interview. No, I've been a fan he, for a while. He's been oh. a fan longer. He turned me on, and then he was like, hey, I listen to this guy, Jackson Heaton, all the time. He's like, reach out to him. So I reached out, and he had already been a huge fan.
0: So Y'all can say, honestly, that when you think of a lot of radio people they are kind of, you know, hard to deal with or dicks. Oh, my God, yeah. You got to at least give me that I'm, like, the most down-to-earth, like, <clears throat> radio dude. If you yeah. want
1: an honest answer... <clears throat> It, I don't feel like intimidated, like you're literally like a bro that I grew, not like a bro in a way, yeah, yeah, like man. you're literally like just a cool dude that yeah. would be one of my friends as a 27-year-old man that I talk to on a regular basis, it's not like, yeah. you know, it's not like you're some, like you said, you're not up here and we're down here, it's like we're literally just talking, having a couple brews. I keep forgetting we're in here. Yeah, I do too, it's almost like the, the mics aren't here, we're just yeah. talking, yeah. like. Just Just shooting the shit Yeah man I'm so glad you guys Finally came on man This is
3: great
0: This is great All right. uh, What could you give A two hour impromptu lecture on No musical answers
2: Um, The power of the mind Mm. Because you really had to Fight past that Especially in the military You had to You had to Constantly beat your mind Well my answer is Gonna really just
0: Disrespect yours (laughs) (laughs) What you got (laughs) us. Kind of uh, <laughs> a that
2: doesn't disrespect mine at all because that still takes power of the mind. I mean, I I mean pretty good at it. <laughs>
0: Everybody likes eating groceries. <laughs> Come on, uh, eating. I've never heard that one. Eating groceries. Two hour oh, lecture. What is it?
1: Uh, a two hour lecture. I don't know, man. I have stupid answers. I'll give you two real quick so I can give a two hour lecture about football. Or I could give a two-hour lecture about uh, tempering glass. No, fuck that. I could <laughs> I could give a two-hour lecture about uh, business, sales, marketing, promotion, branding, and stuff like that. And just let's say knowing human beings. I think I'm pretty. I could lecture about reading people.
0: I'm good at reading. People. I thought you've been judging me this whole time. No.
1: Hell no, man! Man, this guy sucks.
0: No, all right. If you had to be a tribute band, who would you be a tribute to? Easy.
2: There's, I got three answers: Blink One Eighty Two, Sum Forty (coughs) One, New Found Glory.
0: I didn't like the new Sum Forty One song they just came out with.
1: (gasps) We're done here. Let's go. I didn't. I didn't listen to it. you It You know, whatever.
2: Uh, I just love his melodies. Yeah. He's such a talented melody
1: maker. If he gave you three, I'm giving you three. So, uh, tribute band, I would go Oceans 8 Alaska, Dream Theater, and, uh, let's go, <coughs> Jeff might not like this, August Burns Red. I love August Burns Red. Oh, then he did like it. Yeah. August Burns Red.
2: JB plays in flip-flops.
1: Yeah, he what does. What was the Just Dream like Theater me. song
0: that has Prison in the title? Uh,
1: uh, Glass Prison. Yes, I phenomenal. love that song. Phen- no- oh. I'm not going there, man. You're going to get me hype. Yeah, Glass <laughs> Prison, Phenomenal. <laughs> What are you Ann. doing up on the
0: ceiling, Ian? <laughs> How did you levitate? <laughs> uh,
1: Glass no, prison. And you know what's crazy? Their drummer. Oh, we uh, started playing footsie there. there we go. <laughs> their drummer on that album, Six Degrees of Inner Turbulence, Mike Portnoy. It's now Ma- Mike Mangini. But Mike Portnoy helped write a significant amount of that song, Glass Prison. Dream
0: Theater. Dream Theater. Underrated band, not enough credit? Very much so. No. Yes, uh,
1: yes and yes. no. In the States, yes. Over in, like, China, Japan, Europe, no. They they have an immense following over there.
0: It's it's incredible. Richie Faulkner from Judas Priest told me that.
1: Japan has a huge metal scene. Huge. <coughs> Progressive metal, new metal, that all that. Huge. It's insane how many people... Like, if you look up a, a live Dream Theater concert in, like, Budokan or something yeah. like that versus, like, Las Vegas, uh, Budokan is going to be packed where people aren't even moving like it's nuts how many it's people go out
0: yeah just can't picture a bunch of and we got a following in uh tokyo and ho chi minh city vietnam shout outs brothers and sisters that's
1: awesome that's <clears throat> yeah. awesome hey, okay. yeah that's i
0: awesome. give these people too much beer they start dropping stuff nah. <laughs> you know luckily i've been doing this podcast
1: for over two years and we've never spilt beer I heard one of your podcasts. You yelled about three separate occasions about not spilling yeah. beer on the uh, mixing board up there. So yeah, man, this is I, a different room, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. And when I was when I was first starting the podcast, bands would just come in. We would get rip roaring drunk. I mean, I'm talking like there's so many episodes from that year I didn't put out because I mean it would just it would end up being we'd go get beers of blue blue moon before and then one time a band uh-huh. we busted out a big bottle of whiskey and finished it in like 20 minutes. And so we're calling like my ex fiance, their, their girlfriend. We're, <laughs> I've we're, heard like, that. <laughs> yeah. I remember yeah. talking about the that. The tongues, man, the howling yeah. tongues. And so, like, 40 minutes into it, of the hour and 50 minutes, was like, hey, maybe you want to take my next one? <laughs> when you guys become a man? <laughs> when you guys become a man? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, all right. What's something everyone should experience once in their life?
1: Smoking weed. Agree. You kind of took my answer. I was going to say, like, experimenting with drugs. Well, but I
2: would go with the hard drugs. Like, I used to do the no, hard yeah. shit. Yeah. But, you know.
1: Experiment with, like, you know.
2: Take some magic mushrooms. Yeah, some, a little Take some ecstasy. weed, some of the natural the natural stuff.
1: We don't do that now. And we don't
0: endorse drug use on the show podcast. Not at all. Not at
1: all. Me and Ian have been drug-free for a long drug time. I just got drug tested. I'm clean. Yep. yep. So. Um... But since he took smoking got a bunch weed, of hardened criminals on the podcast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> since since he smoked said uh, smoking weed, uh, one thing, uh, let's let's just go kind of stupid answer. I really truly think everybody should experience seeing the Grand Canyon before they die. Should be on their bucket list. Oh. <laughs> Dumb
2: name. You like Rick and Morty? I love Rick and Morty. Uh, okay.
0: <laughs> I, love Rick and Morty. I love Rick and Morty. Of course. <laughs> Something everyone should experience once in their life. Really dumb answer, but it's so true. Experiencing what true love is. I like, like that. Like, like, like finding that. a woman that like like that you grow with and then like say you move in with or whatever. And it's just like even like a year and a half into it, it's like seeing them for the first time. Like when you see them dress up for a date night and you're just like, fucking wow. hey. Okay. Yep. Yep. I think that is just that in a three way.
1: Three way yeah, I've had I'm one three-way, but it you know.
2: wasn't it uh, wasn't the kind you'd like. It's like one of those tonight we draw swords together.
0: <laughs> Eiffel oh, Tower. I've had I've had two, and they were both with women though. Lucky
1: you've yeah. never had a, a three-way with you, another guy, and one girl. No, ever. No, I've had a few.
0: I've had a couple. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: they're actually kind of nice. You, if you like dominatrix, you'd really dig that.
0: Yeah. Are you into swinging? Yeah. I mean, I've watched the porn before. <laughs> watched the pornography of
2: so it. So
1: you have subconsciously thought about it Yes. Before. I'm down with swinging. Yeah. I'm trying to swing with this guy. Yeah, he's trying to swing with me and my wife. Jess, <laughs> I've never told you that, so when you listen to this, <laughs> Jeff and Maddie have been talking to me about having uh something on. <laughs> it's all about the groceries. Hey, you gotta eat the groceries. All right. Just <laughs> took a weird too, steer, like, so yeah. what's the next question? All oh,
0: right. Say, Broken. Are we City- on stern or? <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, so, uh, say, Broken City Sky got a biopic one day, right? A biopic. Who's playing, you guys?
2: I actually prepared for this question and I freaking forgot. I want Jake Gyllenhaal to
1: play me. They got a. They got a what? A biopic. Like you know, the crew, the dirt. You know, a biopic. Who's gonna play you? Who's gonna play me on drums?
0: And know, in a movie about your life in uh, the band, like you saw the dirt, right? The crew.
1: Yeah, yeah, like well, that. I was, yeah, like I didn't know the term biopic. Okay, uh, who would play me? It can be famous or non-famous, right. or what?
0: Yeah, mainly famous or okay,
1: another okay. musician. Um, uh, to be honest, if I were to pick, I would probably say my brother Darren Walbridge. Wow! Yeah, he's he's a better drummer than I. I like to think I'm decent. My brother is a phenomenal drummer. Does he play in a band? He does. He's at he. Well, not now. He was uh, in a band called Riverside Odds out of Philadelphia. Uh, original speed punk, thrashy. Uh, they were signed by this record label, Altercation Records. And uh, he's no longer part because of his real career. Yeah. But yes,
0: he's phenomenal. <clears throat> What are some uh, other bands in Atlanta you really respect that are out there gigging right now?
1: Keepsake, here Cascading. we go. Here we go. Oh, I gotta get uh, I gotta
0: get Cascading on the podcast. I've been in touch with them. Who else are right my,
2: right? I've known those boys for a minute. Um, yeah, who you said you got um, a new band coming out, which are all the guys from the scene uh, called Rest Easy. Oh, phenomenal. my boy Jowett, um, Fury and
1: Few. Maybe, you
2: already know Fury yeah. and Few. Um, Sarah and the Safe Word, Maggie Schneider, you know all them. Um,
1: I'll say this is kind of an oddball. That's the ticket. Yeah, that's the ticket. Eyeball Curveball in that one for you, uh, who we've played with once or twice. A little bit different than our genre, but awesome guys, cool music, Mixed Tribe. I'm going to shout them out. Mixed Tribe, very cool guys. OCO. OCO, phenomenal band, OCO, yeah. Yep. Hmm. And you know what, being, like,
0: obviously, you're, you play in Atlanta, but you're not in an Atlanta band. Like, I mean, you're not in Atlanta, like, in the city band, in the perimeter. Because you got, here's part of the scene. You'll have your bands that are out of the perimeter that come into play, or your bands that live in the perimeter that, you know, play here. When you guys started playing in Atlanta, do you have, do you, do people welcome you? The scene here is so kind. <laughs> like... Have you had any pushback? Jeff,
2: go no. in. No. Um, the scene is not as kind as people say it is. Um, it's very, it, it, it's cool. Like you'll have like a, a night where you do an MCR tribute show where a bunch of local bands could together or some promoter will put it together and have a great night where all the band, like we showed up, our whole band showed up. We didn't play. But we showed up to support all of our friends, and then these other bands would make super groups for that night, and they'd have a, It was a great night. Like we were in hell at the masquerade, and it was almost packed out, almost sold out for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then everyone's everyone's gloating. Oh, what a great night it was, you know. But honestly, every band that we play with, they all have the same experience. You're going to play eight out of ten shows, and nobody from the scene is going to show up, whether they have a show or not. So, it's. We love every. I mean, we're, we're not trying to dump on anybody, but that's just how it is. I yeah. mean, we go to a lot of shows. Yeah. Like I went to a show last night just to support. I was the only person from another band at that show, mm. uh, besides the other bands playing, obviously.
1: But I'd like to touch on that. I think there's a huge misconception. Uh, it might be genre, genre, genre to genre, <clears throat> but um, it's 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 watered down anymore because. Everybody puts on this facade that it's all support, 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 local, local, local. But then when, you you know, you go to any given show, not just Broken City Sky, you go to any given show, uh, there's not that much support. And you would think for people trying to help each other within the same city, uh, similar genres, there would be a ton of support, Uh, I think. I think that it could definitely get better. And like Jeff said, he was at a a very close friend band show last night. He was the only one out of uh, probably fifteen or twenty bands that we're very close with that actually showed up to that to that band. And that seems to happen a lot. Obviously. it's
2: it's disheartening because you'll you'll get you'll get invites to these shows and you'll buy tickets and you'll go out and you'll have a great night and then you hit them up about your show and you'll be left on Mm-hmm. Mm. That happens more often than you think.
1: And I don't think that's... I don't think that's... Because I know you have a lot of bands. We're in a more specific genre. It's really indie pop-punk metalcore, Mm -hmm. right? So I know you do a lot of, like, blues and folk, and right? You do a a bunch of people on here. And that scene is probably great, uh, I can imagine. But we can only speak on the genre that we really play. As far as our genre, it's... uh, It's good. We're not down-talking it. Mm. It... Definitely has work to do uh, as far as a mutual support within the community You know and we try and set the bar with that by going to a very good majority of shows And we don't feel that there's the same in return from other bands. So I I guess I guess
2: as far as kindness goes you're right yes, whenever we play a show with other bands we always get along It's very rare that some bands gonna act like a bunch of prima donnas right so thank goodness for that. But yeah, there well, could, there's a lot more work that could be done for all the, all the talk that the community is as tight as it is. There could be a lot more support.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, with the straight rock and roll scene here in Atlanta, a lot of the bands that started on the podcast um, early on, like I'll go to Starbar uh, for, let's say, Buzzards of Fuzz. And then you've got like four other bands there just supporting and Then I'll show up and then you go to Smith's or so like uh, my birthday party. Uh, and three of the podcast bands played and then there were bands everywhere. So, yeah, I guess genre is, you know, specific to, you know, to that. But yeah, mm-hmm.
1: we I mean, we could potentially talk a little bit more off, air, yeah. to be honest with you. But um, it's not we're not we're not downsizing the scene, the pop punk metalcore scene. There's always work to do right. regardless of what aspect of life, what aspect of business it is. There could always be work Um but, Promoters you know, could actually promote once in a while. Yeah, I'm just going to call them out. Instead of trying to just take money from bands. There's a lot of downfalls, but to get off of the negative, what, I, what we will say and why we advocate so highly for Furnace 41 especially is the atmosphere that is provided there, the homey feel, the actual care that they give for not just us, but every individual band that has ever played there. And we've played quite a few gigs there. And that's what it should be across the board at every venue. We love you, Beau. We love you, Michael. We do. You got to go check this place out. Uh, you do. Uh, we will say this. There is, uh, I cannot give details, but um, end of September, there is a huge show with a very well-known lineup. I'll give you more details a little bit after. Mm. Huge. i get the exclusive access <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. broken and city
2: sky is gonna be we will there. be
1: playing and this is a very it's a big deal so oh, wow. uh we'll fill you in a little bit more on that for sure who but,
0: did you say the band that if you could play with or open up for you consider that an instant
1: success a oh day to day to to remember. Remember.
0: yeah hands down so if you're open up for them that's it's not
1: your... them but it's big I wish. it's big it's okay. not them but it's it's big no, no, no! Yeah. But if you if you got if the
0: a day to remember got in touch with you, hey, we're playing. We we'll love oh, you guys man. To open we, up. We have succeeded, like Never.
1: our music career. We are we are fulfilled, <laughs> even if we don't get big and famous. If we even opened as the first band for a day to remember, we've won it. That's an instant boner right there. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. Yeah,
0: you're feeling like you know Kiss on stage that night. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Ah, ah, we gotta have you guys on more. We
1: gotta have you guys on more. Well, say, say, uh, man. what
2: gonna, about uh, that uh, live show you're going to do at Scafflaw?
0: Yes, when your singles get mixed
2: or mastered, yeah,
1: will be Tuesday. We will have uh, we'll have we'll have first we'll have our edit. first edits, yeah. not a mix and master, but enough. It'll so be so
0: within the next month or two for sure. Yeah. I'll say within the, like yeah, the next two months,
1: like leading up
0: to the October show.
1: Perfect. Yeah, yeah. how'd you know it was October? I told, you told me. Oh, you said that? Okay.
0: I read your brain, baby. I read your brain. I can see inside of you. Don't so worry. you
1: are committed. That's <laughs> on that's yeah, yeah, on no, It's on here. It's live. It's, out there. On, it's record. out there. So I emailed Brittany Burdett. <coughs> Shout out Brittany Burdett uh Smith Old. Um we have played there before, but yeah, we will be honored to have you out there. Two other Ye- great bands along with us playing too. So there should be a good crowd, man. I can't wait. Two
2: bands we're putting on. Yeah, two they're, bands we're we putting on. They're new. The guys aren't new from the scene, but these two bands are brand new. Yeah. yeah. They're like their own little super groups, and we're we're like I was like as soon as I heard we got the show and we were gonna put it together I was like, let's put them on. It's These dead. are our and boys. And we
1: got Jackson Heat the host and MC. Handsome
0: Heat and
2: Handsome Heat. Handsome
1: Heat. Damn strike, baby. Yeah. All right.
0: All right, let's go get let's go get a couple beers. Cool. Get a beer. Uh, yeah, I have to pee so, yeah, it's bad. so bad. All right. Yeah. Uh, Broken City Sky, thank you so much for coming on the SCOTUS podcast. Thank yeah. you. But next time you come on, you got to do one thing for me. Wear something (laughs) tight.